What's up? I hope you had a great Easter weekend. Happy Easter. Recording this on Sunday night. And I thought I was going to do a game one update kind of thing or post game one, round one kind of thing. But Pelicans game is still going on. I haven't fully watched a few of the other games because I had to work today. So because of that, I got a text earlier today from Zach Gray. He had a pretty interesting take that I want to go into so we're going to do that today, but first, Double B, Bruce Buffer. Thank you, Bruce. So earlier today, ZG texted me and said... Quote, DeJounte Murray should be the most improved player this year over Ja Morant, which I personally agree with, right? Like, he's definitely, you know, more important to the Spurs. Like, if he wasn't playing for the Spurs, the Spurs would probably be the worst team in the league. You know, I don't think it'd really be close. He's pretty much all that they have. He's, you know, improved a ton from last year to this year, whereas Ja was already really good last year. Right, He just made the jump from really good to great. And obviously, you know, the Grizzlies are the two seed, so we're giving him a little bit more attention, whereas, you know, the Spurs were barely the 10 seed, so they weren't on national TV as much and things like that. So I'm with the DeJounte Murray should be the most improved player over John Morant. I'm here for that take. Totally agree. But then he elevated his take, saying that DeJounte Murray is a top 10 point guard in the NBA. Which sounds reasonable. And I feel like whenever we make these, this guy's top 10, whenever we make those statements, it's really easy to justify. You hear it, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. And so when I heard it, said the same thing. That makes sense. That sounds very reasonable, right? But you never really know until you look at the other point guards in the NBA. So that's what I did. And you know, as I was, you know, looking just kind of around the league, I just I pulled up, you know, ESPN, the standings. And I just went team by team and saw, okay, like, Kyrie Irving here, obviously DeJounte Murray is not better than Kyrie Irving. You know, um, yeah, just point guard by point guard on each starting team. And I was like, yes or no. And when I did that, I've come to this conclusion that I think there are eight guys in front of DeJounte Murray without a shadow of a doubt. Okay, I would take all eight of these players at, at my point guard position before I would take Murray. Those guys are... Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, Luka Doncic. I know Luka's huge, but let's be honest. And he looks like a wing, but he plays point guard. I don't think you can really argue with that. Luka, Trey Young, John Morant, Drew Holiday, which I know sounds interesting, but we know how important he is to that Milwaukee team. He runs the offense, does a great job of getting Giannis the ball, plays fantastic defense. I would I would take Drew Holiday before I would take uh, DeJounte Murray and then Kyrie Irving. Those are the eight guys in any order that I would take before I would take DeJounte Murray. And then there are three guys, including DeJounte Murray, that are kind of battling out for that last spot. And they're all three really young point guards. All three of them were first-time All-Stars this year. And so they're all kind of at a very similar place in their careers. And all three of them played in the playing game, and all three of them lost in the play, playing game. You can make an argument that all three players are the best players on their team. 
And like I said, they're very similar, all in very similar parts of their career, all young guys. So the three guys are DeJounte Murray, Garland out of Cleveland, and LaMelo Ball out of Charlotte. So now I think it comes down to personal preference. Who do you put at 9 and 10? Do you like you know this guy's playmaking over this guy's offense? Do you like this guy's defense? Do you not like this guy's defense? And so on and so forth. For me, I I think I would leave LaMelo out of these three guys. And that is just simply because I don't think he is as good offensively as a scorer as Garland and Murray are, right? Whereas, like, I know I can give Garland the ball and he can go get me a bucket. I know I can give Murray the ball and he can go get me a bucket at a much higher rate than LaMelo can. And whereas, you know, LaMelo, obviously, playmaking-wise, is extremely advanced. Like, there's a reason, you know, why he was an all-star this year, right? Like, there's a reason why all three of these guys are all-stars. And, yeah, so I I think I will leave LaMelo off of this list simply because he's just not as advanced offensively yet. He doesn't shoot the ball well as either one of those guys. And, you know, I know I can kind of come across as a LaMelo hater, and it's only going to get worse as I segue into what my guy Anthony Edwards has done or what he did in game one. But, yeah, I I think I would leave LaMelo off that list, you know, put Murray and Garland at 9 and 10. So, yeah, ZG, great take, man. One of the few times I think I'll ever say that. So now I'm I'm going to continue the LaMelo ball hate. I don't want to call it hate. But anyway, dude, Anthony Edwards is just – he's incredible. And, you know, going into – you know, the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies series, I was really intrigued, really for the Jaron Jackson Jr. Carl Anthony Towns matchup, right? I kind of figured what I'd get from Jaw, kind of figured what I'd get from from Anthony Edwards. Did not think it'd be 36-6 and six in game one. I did not expect that at all. But I, I love the fearlessness. I love the confidence that he has. You know, he came out after the game and, you know, was doing questions and, you know, the press conference and doing all that kind of stuff. And... He said, quote, he said, I don't care if it's a step back tray. I don't care if it's if it's a step back mid-range. I don't care if it's a floater. I love all my shots, but my coach doesn't love all my shots. That's basically what he said, And which I love. I love the confidence that he shows. I love his scoring ability. I love, you know, just the energy that he plays with. I love, I just, I love so much about his game and... Yeah, I just, I'm so excited to see him develop. Like, I think he's without a doubt going to be a guy in the NBA who you can give to, who you can give the ball to with, you know, less than two minutes and be like, hey, man, take us to victory. And he can do it. And, you know, he's kind of getting to that point now as, you know, a 20 year old, which is ridiculous. And yeah, I, I just, I love him. You know, part of me kind of regrets not putting him in my top 25 players going into the playoffs. Obviously, I had LaMelo on that list at number 25. And yeah, he's just, he's incredible. He's so much fun to watch. Just the athleticism and everything that kind of comes with it. But he's also a very complete basketball player. His jump shot has improved a lot already. It continues to get better. Needs to be more consistent. He definitely has some bad misses in there. I felt like he he airballed like three or four shots in that Clippers game. And yeah, he just continues to get better. He's just, he's incredible. Minnesota did you know, they they made the right choice taking Anthony Edwards number one as a guy who can score, a guy who has a lot of upside as a defender, you know, being six five, long arms, 
super quick, you know, has the athleticism to recover in case he does get beat. And, yeah, he's just an absolute menace. I cannot wait for that series to continue to unfold. I really want to break down that game one because it was the second most exciting of all the game ones behind the Nets and Celtics game today. But I'm going to do that tomorrow after I catch up and go back and watch some of these other games. So that's going to do it here at Shooting the Schmidt. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back again tomorrow with a playoffs game one breakdown of everything that's happened so far. So yeah, make sure you subscribe and you come back tomorrow to listen to that. And I'll be back again tomorrow with another take for you.